today on the TMZ Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's uh, the TMZ Podcast with Jason and Jamie. Jamie, thank God for all of us sort of forward-thinking people who think that people should be able to have their own religions, whatever it is, and practice how they want to practice and shouldn't be judged for it. Khloe Kardashian has come to the defense of the right-minded. Do you feel better about things now that Khloe Kardashian has come out speaking against Kanye's anti-Semitic? It was time. It was time. It was time. Right. A, a little too late, but you know, better better late than never. <laughs> so you, you know, this the the we've all been a buzz for about a week and a half now, two weeks now, about Kanye making these anti-Semitic comments. Initially, he came out and made sort of a blanket comment about Jews, and then later came back and said he just doesn't like or he just wants bad things to happen to Jews who have done him wrong. And then over the weekend, he came back out again and he said he kind of went at it again, saying basically all of the backlash against him proves that the people that basically Jews are in control and these hyper woke people are in control of Hollywood. No, he once again doubling down, um, saying that he was glad basically that Balenciaga dropped him, that it was one of the most freeing days of his life. Yes. Okay. Um, he sat and was in front of all of the paps and all of the autograph seekers were just eating it up. And he was, do you know where he was when he was talking to all these people no. too? He was outside of North's basketball game. <laughs> It's a basketball gym. You can see parents coming in and out. It's it's atrocious. It's a mess. It, it is a mess. And I, I, you know, I feel bad laughing about it. I just, you know, I, I'm I'm half Jewish. I've never experienced anti-Semitism in my life growing up in hyper-liberal L.A. Mm -hmm. Didn't really bother me. This doesn't bother me either, except as a human being and a person of the world. But we're aware that there are anti-Semitic people out there, that there are racist people out there, that there are all sorts of awful people out there. The fact that you have this one clearly sort of mentally uh, stunted individual going out and making these comments, uh, it, it doesn't bother me. I find our reaction and our um, being consumed by him more problematic than the actual comments he's made. I understand what you're saying, but now it's getting scary because people are using him to as an excuse to show their hate. In, in yeah. L.A., there were people over the 405 freeway with giant signs that said, honk if you know Kanye is right about Jews. Right. Doing the Nazi salute as people were driving by. Yeah. I have to tell you, it's awful. It's terrible. I don't want to diminish it at all. Again, we, we know that there are people who think these things. You All you have to do is read sort of comments to any story on Twitter or wherever else, or not Twitter necessarily, but but to, to any website that publishes anything about Kanye and his comments, You'll see dozens of people commenting saying, yeah, we, th we think he's right. I don't even know if these people are serious about their views. I don't think it matters. Uh, I think they're more just trolls. Um, but again, you know, the, the thankfully, well, I was going to say the vast majority of this country doesn't believe what he believes. But is that even true anymore? I don't know. It, and I don't think anybody is influenced by Kanye. I don't think anybody who didn't already hate Jewish people woke up and said, you know what? He's got <laughs> right. a point. But... Right. It is frightening that it normalizes it, that it's yes. okay to stand. No one was standing on a freeway a month ago with a sign that yeah. says honk if you don't like Jewish people. No, it, you know, it's interesting if you if you go back to sort of the Donald Trump presidency, uh, what we've seen, and, and I'm not even judging it, it, but it's it's just for better or for worse, the reality is that people are more willing to speak their minds than ever before. I remember hearing uh, during the lead up to the 2016 campaign, that people, what what a lot of conservatives 
and far right people enjoyed about Donald Trump was that he spoke his mind. And the response to for many people was, but he lies about everything he says. And there's not there's even an acknowledgement that a lot of what he says isn't true. But they like what I understood is they like the fact that he speaks about shithole countries, third world shithole countries, about we'd rather have immigrants from Norway because they come here and they're smart, that they, you know, the comments that he made, there's a lot of people who felt these things, but for whatever, forever felt that they were constrained by mainstream woke media from saying them publicly. And they liked the fact there was a man who came along who said them publicly. And I think Kanye is picking up on that and saying, I'm now permitted to say these things publicly. I, I Well, he's Kanye West. He doesn't need anybody's permission. I can, I'm going to say these things. And anybody who says that I can't say them publicly is just a, a, a sort of sort of a, 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 uh, emboldened by the mainstream media. By the and Kanye's come out and talked about how the Jewish-led media and all this stuff. Uh, you, you know, don't you think it's just a? They feel completely emboldened, uh, uh, emboldened they to do, say whatever they but want. I guess my question is: is isn't it good for there to be a little bit of? constraining sure. people at all times. If you just say anything that comes out your mouth, you're walking down the street saying, that lady's fat, you're ugly. You're like, you right. can't, there needs to be a Common little decency, bit. Common yes. decency, compassion for your fellow citizens, yes. how they feel about things. Do they feel okay walking around society? Do they feel comfortable or are they fearing violence? You know, all those things. Yes, don't you have that Yeah, obligation? I think that as humans, we, we need to be constrained a little bit. Otherwise, how do we function as a society? And it's interesting you're bringing up Donald Trump. Kim Kardashian was out to dinner with Ivanka yeah. for three hours in Beverly Hills this weekend. Is that a coincidence because they both have October birthdays? <laughs> Is it? Are they? I mean, Ivanka, a Jewish woman, yes, also just had her father come well, out. A, a Jewish, a converted Jew. Converted right? Jew. Converted Jew, right? She married Jerry Kushner and converted to Judaism yes, as part of that. Yes, but she's got three Jewish children. Yes. Um, and, he, you know, Donald Trump said some controversial things about Jewish people several weeks ago on, I believe it was Parler. Yep. Um, so it's, I don't know if that's just a weird coincidence, if they're coming together for a reason. Yeah, I mean, Kim Kim is a businesswoman first and, and a charitable woman as well. And we saw that during the presidency of Donald Trump that she, although she disagreed with a lot of his politics, she nevertheless cozied up to him for the purpose of uh, her, I don't remember what prison the project reform, was called, prison reform yeah. and trying to get people who were sent to, for long periods of time for for. Uh, for maybe not that serious of offenses, she met with the the president and got a couple of people released. And I think she, Kim Kardashian, I think views these things as transactional. I don't think she's having dinner with Ivanka Trump because she loves her so much. I think she views it as tra- transactional in that she and Ivanka can do what Kim thinks are good work together. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's something to that. I, I don't know. But at some point, Ivanka is the daughter of this man who is made sort of, you know, some would argue racism a common a thing you're allowed to speak yeah. in the tones of racism. I was also thinking, do you think Pete Davidson is just sitting somewhere going, woo, dodged a bullet? Yes. Yes. Although every time you see him in one of those terrible commercials he does, I think Kim is like, thoosh, dodged a bullet. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so enough. Maybe, maybe a lot of bullet dodging going on. Um, you, you know, staying in the in the in the vein of horrible things that are happening in this world, we want to revisit the story's been out for a few days, but these daycare workers down in Mississippi who scared the kids with the horror mask. Jamie, you have three young children. Mm-hmm. I, I How do you feel about I've gone this? back and forth on this, and now I'm set in my ways. Okay. Everyone loves a good video of a kid being scared. Yes. 
There's there was no, I'm sorry. We, there was a do we all love that? We okay. do. Who doesn't? Okay. There's yeah. a whole Instagram called Kids Getting Hurt, and it's got millions of followers. So, but the thing with the scared, there was a viral video about an Easter bunny that went from class to class in preschools, and the kids went uh, meltdown, right. total meltdown, Terrified. hilarious. Right. And I was trying to think, why is that funny? But this is not. That was not the intention. Was to not scare the children. Yeah. This. Not only was the intention, and it wasn't a Halloween thing. This right. was this was a peek into what happened regularly. Yeah, and that is frightening. Is that true? Yes, they oh, said I, that this I, I was a regular. This closely. was not. This was not one thing. They this would was, just scare the hell out this, of these kids. It with was masks? how they disciplined the children. Is what the parents are saying. <laughs> oh God! I, and oh so, God. if that's what you do oh my God. when when you're speaking out of turn, where is the like that is child abuse. <laughs> Oh my God! Right? That is the most horrible thing. This is how they did this on the regular. That's they... what the parents are saying. They're saying that this was a peek into the daily life of the preschool. This is how they discipline oh, the kids. This was not a one-time thing. God. So I, I had not heard that part of the story. I had heard last. I heard that these t- teachers were being prosecuted, criminally prosecuted for scaring these kids, which I thought was a, a bit too far. But now that I have that context, these allegations mm-hmm. the parents are making. It's not too far at all. These people need to, like, do prison time. And then also thinking about the age, there is such a difference between a four-year-old and a yeah. two-year-old. These yeah. kids were two. Yeah. They can't communicate. They can't speak. They can't yeah. explain. It is just, it's... They can't even go home and tell their parents no. why it's bothered them. So imagine being a parent, and then you see this video, and you say, what the hell went on yeah. for the past two years? My poor kid. Oh, my God. I, so I, I was j- just... I was telling a, a friend the story this morning, and I'm going to repeat it here. When my daughter was like four, she has this doll she's loved and carried around with her for the first seven years of her life. When she was like four or five, it's it's a white doll. And we did this thing for April Fool's Day, which is a big thing in my oh, house. no. Where we have one of those Roomba vacuums that vacuums the floor. <laughs> oh, no. And I took the doll, and I put it underneath the Roomba vacuum, and I took pieces of cotton, cotton balls, and spread them out, like, just around the oh. thing. And then when she comes home, like... Oh my God, what happened? And she lost her shit. And the moment that I saw what I had done to her, the trauma that I'd clearly you caused You knew you her, went too far. I'm like, I went too far. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Lift it up. Still to this day, she's 13 now. This happened when she was four or five. She's still like, that was the worst thing oh. anybody's ever done. She makes a joke about $10,000 worth of therapy that she's going to have to suffer as a result of that. And I feel bad. <laughs> now, so <laughs> that was an awful thing to do. And I'm sorry, Jojo. I'm still sorry. But first of all, you were her father, so that is makes it better or worse. Way better, oh, okay. way better. You, I'm you, to hey, care. if I created you, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> like, sorry. And secondly, I learned my lesson. I haven't done yes. it. If I did it every six months from that point on, it would be something different. And that's also the point. Let's say that their defense is, oh no, 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 this was a one-time thing. Okay, you went from child to child to child and saw each reaction yeah. and continued. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, continued and got fiercer and more aggressive and got in their faces as they were screaming and yelled at the top of their lungs. It's one of the most horrible things I've ever seen. I mean, obviously, there are child physical physical Mm -hmm. abuse of kids that happen, and those things are beyond the pale. But this is really mentally and emotionally abusive, the kind of thing that sticks with kids for a long time. Sure. Yeah, awful, awful stuff. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast— then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. 
it's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. God, anything happier that we can talk about? <laughs> uh, well, you, you want to talk about Cardi B? Let's talk about Cardi B. All right, Cardi B. So Cardi B is going nuclear on Madonna. Yeah. Uh, so Madonna was celebrating the 30-year anniversary of her book called SEX. Yep. And she says, you know, now Cardi B can sing about her WAP. Can... That's what the book is called, not Jamie spelling out. Like she goes F U C K. She can say the word sex. Yeah. I'm not afraid of the word sex. So yeah. her book called SEX, which had um, a lot of very provocative photos and uh, obviously sexual. A bit ahead of its time. Yeah. 92. Not, I mean, it wasn't. She tried to make this huge thing. I remember it very well. She tried to make this huge thing. And then you got the book and you looked at it and it was kind of not that sexual but yeah well, okay yeah. now inside the mind of, of the beckerman <laughs> right he was like all right too vanilla yeah, for me, him give me more yeah exactly <laughs> so she wrote that now cardi b can sing about her wop kim kardashian can grace the cover of any magazine with her naked ass and miley cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball you're welcome bitches with a clown emoji that's where I think she went wrong. Yeah. Cardi B was not happy about this. No, she was pissed. She said, I literally paid this woman homage so many times because I grew up listening to her. She can make her point without putting clown emojis and getting slick out the mouth. So she got pissed. What's the I, I, I saw this whole story and I read it. And Madonna is she constantly misses the mark in mm -hmm. her efforts to be relevant. But what's the relevance, do you think, of the clown emoji at the end of this? Why is it something that tweaked Cardi the way that it did? I don't know why Madonna used it, but if someone does it to you, it's calling you a clown. You're a fool. You're an idiot. But if so, I don't yeah. know what Madonna was doing. I also think this is why 60-something-year-old women should just like kind of stay in their lane. It doesn't mean you can't be sexual and amazing and awesome. But well, she you can doesn't... also have somebody do this for you, sure. a 20-something that or understands the message. Daughter. I... And, and by the way, I don't even begrudge Madonna the message because Madonna was a sexual pioneer. And I do think there's a point to be made, whether or not it's a totally valid or not, that the Cardis and the Miley Cyruses and everybody else are riding on the shoulders, standing on the shoulders of giants that came before. As we all do, we that, all stand on the shoulders. That is so unfair. When can your success be your own? Why is Madonna not paying tribute to Mae West? Oh, I think she probably would. I, but I mean, like, is Mae West going to be pissed if Madonna's like- Oh, Mae West went to her grave angry at Madonna. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Do you know what I, I mean? I like, when is our success yeah. our own? And Obviously, you can't say that I woke up and women had to wear a turtleneck and overalls until I came along. No, of course, we know that people did things before, but Cardi B does not need to be sitting on her knees praising and thanking Madonna she forever. She doesn't. She doesn't. And by the way, don't sleep on overalls. <laughs> uh, secondly, no, no, no. I, I don't think she... I, look, you're right. Cardi owes nothing to Madonna if she doesn't want to pay it. And she says here, I, I, I assume it's true, that she has paid homage, homage to Madonna uh, for all the good things she's done. I think it was Madonna more as an older woman saying, like, I don't get the respect that I deserve for for paving these ways. OK, fine, fine. So what where she really gets into trouble, though, is she goes, uh, you know, the whole thank you, know, you should thank me, bitches, and the clown emoji. That's where she went too far in saying, basically, the fact you're not thanking me makes you a clown. You are not recognizing. She's not just saying, I did this first. She's saying, and all of you have an obligation mm -hmm. to publicly recognize it. And I think that's where Madonna went way too far. But we've lived, she's gotten thanks from everybody, from Christina and Britney doing yes, the Like yes, a Virgin yes. at the MTV Movie Awards. Like, we get it, Madonna. Everyone gets it. Do we need to speak about it every day? Yes.
Anyway, so things things turned out to be okay. Apparently, she uh, talked to Madonna. I don't know if Madonna picked up the phone and called her. And they're all good. No beef. She said, I talked to Madonna. It was beautiful. Have a great day. Drive safely, y'all. Yeah. <sighs> Crossing Madonna is an interesting thing. I think it, at this point, because Madonna is not held in such esteem, I think if you can cross Madonna and get her to yell at you, it actually benefits you because people will think that you're better for getting Madonna. Like if you if you cross the wrong superstar, it can look bad on you. It can re- mm-hmm. reflect badly. But I think crossing Madonna has zero impact. I think people, unfortunately, because she was such an important part of music for such a long time, I think she's become a bit of a joke. I think it's sad. I, yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. And when's the last time she put out any music that anybody really wanted to listen to? I really didn't grow up in the Madonna era. So I don't yeah. have the nostalgia for her that people do. Yeah. I just find her odd. Yeah. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate over that. No, she is but, odd. But yeah. So, I grew up in, in right, right at the perfect time. I was yeah. a 13-year-old boy when Lucky Strike, Lucky Star, Lucky Star hit. Yeah. You know, that that's, these are the, she was the biggest thing in the world in a way that I don't even, even know that the biggest stars can ever achieve because it was so much less media. It was so less diluted. You and know, all that. That's my Britney. Stuff. And, that's your who? That's my Britney. Britney, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Madonna and to Br- to Britney and like Cardi and or Beyonce, probably the biggest star in the world now, is huge. But there are twenty five mm. other enormous female acts. At the time, she would have been the only one. And Britney was in a class by herself. Like Christina came along, but never even came close to the throne Britney mm. held. Uh, Madonna had Cindy Lauper came out a, a year or two later with Girls Just Want to Have Fun. She was enormous. Never came, never sniffed the air that Madonna had. She was alone on, her, uh, on, uh, on a pedestal by herself, as was Britney. And I don't think that today's artists can ever get that high just because of the way media is, the way streaming is. You don't have to go to a record store to buy a record to see the sales. You can just stream everything at once. And I agree with you. I don't think we can have the superstars today like we used to. I don't know if Madonna gets that. So I think Madonna thinks that she's the only the biggest superstar in the yes, world. You know ever. what I'm saying? That I don't think yes. Madonna... Realizes time has gone by. Yeah, gives credit yeah. that Cardi could never be Madonna's status in this time right it just couldn't happen right even beyonce is still one of many i she's know she's one of, queen she, she may be the the yes, one of many but, but there's still many behind her and, and that yeah. just wasn't the case for all the reasons we talked it, it had nothing to do with beyonce's star it just has to do with the way media is yeah. just different now there's so many celebrities now there are so many celebrities now and it's so much more democratized you can just put something out and get a hundred million people to watch you in a day on a streaming platform or on a social media platform that you just didn't have access to. You 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 were within the studio system. They backed a certain a certain person and they paid for that person for everything and made sure they got complete saturation on all media, all radio stations. Mm-hmm. You just can't achieve that kind of thing anymore. Um a- anymore. Uh, did you watch any baseball this weekend, Jamie? I did not. You did not watch any baseball this weekend. I will say, just to conclude this thing, if you don't have to be a baseball fan. To watch Bryce Harper's home run for the Philadelphia Phillies to send them to the World Series yeah. was one of the greatest moments in sports history and in baseball history. A, a game that about seven people still enjoy, and I happen to be one of those yeah. seven. Um, it was one of the most incredible electric things I've ever seen in sports. And a weekend that's all football now. All we care about as a country is football now. I, I do care about baseball. I just I had a busy week with three kids. But I, I don't care about Doesn't he, Isn't your brother a stud baseball player? Yes, my brother is a baseball player. My dad was a baseball player. So There we yeah. go. All right, everybody, on that happy note, uh, we're going to take off. We'll see you tomorrow. 